0: Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back.
1: Welcome. We wanted to continue on the path of Tantra and inclusiveness. Yes. It's not only about couples and yeah. personal, deep spiritual relationships with a teacher or a partner or
0: yeah, that, a husband or a wife. That, that I think is important because, especially, for example, with a queer community, a lot of people feel neglected by the religious practices. And tantra started to become really popular in the U.S. and in Europe for the queer community. For gay, for lesbian, for trans. And that shows also that something that we had been talking a lot about, the importance and the willing for connection and the importance of getting uh, a positive uh, Mm. relationship with your sexuality.
1: When you say it's getting popular... yes. Do you feel like people are drawn to what we would call the esoteric part, and the yeah, it's not like it's getting more popular to get into tantra sex workshops or?
0: Is <laughs> a I think it's a combination of both things. First, you see people that get that glint in their eyes because you say, okay, uh, if there is sex involved and mm. I like sex, mm. why don't I try this? Mm. But also. Uh, people start to discover that the practices are not directed to only to a certain uh, setting or constellation. As you as you said in the break, between a man and a woman, is is possible to practice by yourself. Is uh, very possible to practice with any other a human being, no matter their gender or their sexual expression. And I think is very healing also because of all the shaming and the difficulties to have a positive relationship with yourself. Healing can be also for people that suffered some kind of trauma in their lives. It's, it's good to feel safe, actually, when you are in connection with someone else.
1: We spoke in the last episode about not feeling lonely. Yes. And uh, I think for a lot of people, that is a deep state. Like yeah. it's just so engraved mm-hmm. in you to feel lonely or being afraid of being alone. And when you feel that connection, like when we have teacher trainings mm-hmm. and when we have these groups and we we do have a tantric touch on what yes. we do we have uh, exercises that makes people feel more connected and they mm-hmm. can be open and and vulnerable can we say that when you create that in the in a group setting and then if it's a little bit sex on the top yeah. if you do these workshops where you have yeah. actually i i haven't been to any of those workshops but i know you have yes so i don't know what they do but they create this safe space right yes. and then
0: the idea, A, yeah, <laughs> I, I had been, I have it in different settings. In mm-hmm. this, uh, actually, I had been very curious and sometimes not really responsible, I should say. So mm-hmm. I, I, I will try to, to tell this without prejudice, and maybe some people can make better choices than I did. Um, it is very important to have to know what the teacher is going to propose and how the mechanics of workshops are going to flow in Tantra. Mm -hmm. Especially when you go for uh, queer Tantra uh, workshops that uh, some are mainly a facade of drugs and group sex and others are people preying on other people because they want to have uh, sex with vulnerable people. And some are very good teachers that create uh, a very good setting in a place where they teach the practices without getting any involvement with the students. And then you decide if you want to practice with a companion. And maybe you bring your partner and you practice with your partner there. Mm. And maybe some friendships can come out of that. and It's like more leveled. There is not a power imbalance. I think that... The problem in the queer community when you go uh, with Tantra and, or even when you go with these retreats for couples and for heterosexual couples and all that is to understand what is the goal for this, how things are going to work out, wh- how is going to be practically. Uh, um, I don't know. Do I need to be naked 72 hours in this retreat mm-hmm. or uh is it is it a choice is it private if i decide to have practices am i am i going to have them in front of everyone Mm. is someone else going to participate if i am with my partner there Mm. those kind of very awkward questions uh, i think they're absolutely needed Uh, at first when i was started when i came from the east and i came to the west and i said okay i want to continue this and at one episode, I said, oh, okay, I was like, kind of lost because I didn't know what to do. Um, I took a lot of decisions without realizing that I was exposing myself because I was in the process of learning. I felt vulnerable. I had a very clear view of what I wanted. But when I got there, things got really messy because I felt ashamed of doing the right questions. Mm. This is why I'm sharing this with, with the listeners mm. and everyone. It's like do all the silly questions that you think are valuable for you if you want to try this and you want to jump right into the deep end of the swimming pool. Yeah, and I think what's
1: available out there is workshops and you have to know that the facilitators or the teachers are having the right intention, maybe?
0: I think that that is... Maybe if you ask that question, the answer that you will get from the teachers is yes, Mm -hmm. I have the right intention. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But when when you explain how things are going to be, it's like, okay, you're going to have your own room or you are just mm. with your partner mm. and the practices are private. The, the place is really big. Uh, we are going to share to do meditations and we're going to explain how mm. it's done. Uh, nudity is optional. I don't know. Uh, we are sharing a meal together. We do the meditation at this time, at this time. Mm. That sounds a little bit better than... Um, uh, nudity is mandatory. And uh, <laughs> have you been
1: to, or have you s- have yeah. you seen workshops where it says yeah, yeah. nudity yeah, yeah. is mandatory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> yeah. um, but then again, when people talk about this, is um, they say th- this is what is needed to speed the process because if it was optional, it would be really hard because some people will be connected, another not. So everyone will justify it. But the importance is how you feel about this. I think it could be really healing, done properly. And I feel that there are lots of queer people that have this internalized hate to themselves because you have these microaggressions of not being good enough or not being the right person Mm -hmm. for a very long time. Mm -hmm. So at one point, you feel like stuck. Is uh maybe I'm not good enough, maybe I'm not lovable, maybe, and tantric experiences, not even sexual, I mean tantric experiences, can be so healing because then you feel connected. Brene Brown, an author I love, she has a book uh, called "Braving the Wilderness," and she said that all human beings have three things in common: we are we're born. We're going to die, and we have the willing for belonging. Mm. And I felt that right in the middle of my heart. Because that is so true. When you feel you belong to to a bigger community, when you feel that there is nothing wrong with you, that mm-hmm. you are good just the way you are, that can be really healing. Mm-hmm. And I feel that in that way, Tantra can be really inclusive. You need to practice as I said before, in the right setting.
1: I think uh, if you go to any workshop or community where you feel like you are tapping into this community or belonging, Mm -hmm. if you are listening to our podcast, Mm. you have to have in the back of your mind that the belonging should always be to something higher than a Mm. community, a person or a group.
0: Very Uh, good point.
1: Yeah, and that is... uh, because this mm-hmm. is what what made us feel not lo- lonely anymore this is what made me feel like this is something i want to i'm I'm very passionate about sharing because i know how much it affected my life and healed mm-hmm. my wounds but it wasn't until it changed from getting the experience of feeling a belonging to the source rather than my dance crew or the yoga shangha that we have, yeah. or a specific teacher, or whatever, then you just you, then you will just change your point of attraction to something, and that will always disappear. So if you go into this workshop or you have a amazing experience. Try to go home and practice to to wide that to the to what I call the source and you can call it whatever if you want to call it God or nature or but something beyond a physical place and person that's yeah. kind of my biggest advice for
0: i i I like that because there is a um The experiences could be so intense Mm. that you can get attached to the experience Mm. instead of going for like the higher, the higher level. Yeah. You, you may, I don't know, you might fall in love with the person that you're with. You might want to repeat that experience, uh, as a compulsive thing, come back and come back and come back. And, and that is back.
1: very common in the in the tantric community, where you have these gurus, yes, exactly. and they have multiple relationships and it's free love. And I understand where it comes from because it's the tantric essence of we are all one and we are free and we are we are going to love everything and everyone. But sometimes I feel like they they have lost something on the way. I don't think it's about being. In a relationship or a sexual relationship with as many people as possible,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I some people like variety, um, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I don't think that is a justification. Um, and I feel that w- what we are talking is important for our listeners to understand that it's their choice, that is not that getting this tantra is to go into that path, you can choose how your connection to the source is going to be. Mm. This sense of shame or being included and everything is, um, I think it touches everyone. I I put the example in the queer community, but actually everyone has something within themselves that feel that is a wall that disconnects them from Mm. the world or from other people. Some people have, I don't know, um, um... Extra kilos or not enough kilos or they're bald or... Mm. I don't know. It could be many, many things. Um, And you feel that you are not good enough to belong. And what I love about tantra is exactly that. Mm. Everyone is good enough to belong.
1: Yeah. But also, you have to dare to. Oof. Oof. (laughs) So... Yeah, how, how to do that is why we do the practices,
0: yeah. I think. To crack the shell open.
1: Yeah. I think it's hard though. I, I think I said this before. If you want to go to a workshop to have fun and do something interesting, do that. But if you want to go in into Tantra because you want to reach a state of freedom and creativity and... Uh, I d- uh, this is my personal opinion. I don't think a workshop will fix that or help you that, with that.
0: Mm, I, I if it's
1: based on on yeah. sexual practices, even if it's pure intentions behind it, that you do these exercises. Like you said, with your teacher too, it took, for me, it was like, it took so much time even before we started to share our sexual energy. Mm. The intimacy and the... Uh, it was there between mm-hmm. me and my, my teacher, but even before we started to kind of share just the energy, it was mm. a long—I don't know—we were building trust and shared, you know, intimate moments without even going into the sexual energy part. Yeah. So when you facilitate a workshop where you go straight into that, I, I, I'm not sure how I f- how I feel about it. I think you can give people a really aha, like, oh wow, that was amazing experience, but it's like
0: that was amazing. That's like the
1: quick, yeah, it's like (laughs) the quick fix. That was amazing sex. Mm -hmm.
0: It wasn't tantra. I I met through through these kind of workshops people that were into tantric practices and usually people that were my age or older Mm. and. You could see that they were going through the experience in a different in a different mm-hmm. way, that they weren't like rushing into the practices or trying to they were very selective and saying, "Yes I will do this, I'm not going to do that mm-hmm. that they were like their own people mm-hmm. and that would be my advice if you want to go through an experience don't it's not like signing a blank check. Mm-hmm. you decide in every moment what you want to do and uh, is it could be uh, a good experience, but it, it comes from the level of intimacy that you have with yourself mm-hmm. and how you connect with another person. It's also super helpful to go with someone you trust, I see.
1: I think if you go with uh, a partner that you're already in a relationship with, then it's, then we talk about something else. Yeah. But to go into a workshop where... Where you are going to? Uh, I saw this documentary where they were blindfolded yes. and going to kiss strangers because you, you know, yes. it's, it's that is <laughs> it's not what it's
0: no that that, that for me was um, have you d- I, ha- yeah I oh you that. done that yeah, yeah, yeah oh my god uh, that for yeah. me was like okay this is being maybe thirteen again yeah and playing doctor yeah but this is this is not the same
1: I feel like it's um. In the West, or these workshops, it's like they are um, giving you this reward before yeah. you have done the work. Yeah, can we say it that way?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, you yeah.
1: have the workshop, and we are going to do this and explore the sensual world of yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you go into the goddess. This. And, yes, and, yeah, 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 and the massages and everything. And the, this is this is the trick, though. You can go to this workshop. Because you want to maybe come to a different state. Yes. And then you go to this workshop and you are not ready for the things they do because you are attending the workshop because you feel like you need to learn more or come to that state.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you're already in that state, you will maybe not even go to that workshop.
0: Exactly.
1: So, I mean, it's no conclusion here, but I, I still feel like um, go for fun. Yeah. Do it if you feel like it's... Um, Something you will experience and have an open mind and mm-hmm. and go in with a little bit of humor and especially yeah. if you have a partner it can be fun, but if you are on this spiritual quest like if you're serious about that, mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, it's not the right decision. Yeah. If you feel like okay, I, I I I'm drawn to tantra. I wanna. I don't think you will find answers in a tantra workshop, sex workshop.
0: I really like. Uh, I really like that. Um, for people that want to read, I always try to recommend books you know mm-hmm. I, there is a but just to yes. finish this yes
1: because you have been attending these workshops yes. what would you say because I haven't so I can see it here on my high horse say don't <laughs> attend any <laughs> workshop would you say that that has given you anything valuable or do you feel like the I,
0: d- no well <laughs> it's a I got very good friendships out mm-hmm. of that. I knew people, not through the sexual practices actually, but for the conversations, or the dinners, and the meditations. Mm-hmm. That they are they are amazing, and I I learn a lot from them. Uh, but I had the sense through those practices that I never did with a partner actually. Uh, the workshops, I mean. My sense was like I was okay to expose myself to that experience because I knew when to open myself and when not Mm -hmm. to.
1: But you attended these workshops after you were in India. Yes. So you had a totally different... Yes. uh, Yeah, when you went into that.
0: Yeah, because prior to that, I wanted to do that, but I was kind of afraid because I thought it was too much out there. I guess that I grew up with kind of, well, most people with with like an addiction mentality. I, I had my problems with alcohol when I was a teenager and everything. So when I saw these things, it's like, what if I like it too much? It was kind of. I know it's kind of a silly. silly No, that
1: makes that makes perfect sense.
0: What if I like it too Mm -hmm. much? That will ruin my possibility to really connect with someone and have a a loving relationship because I am going to go after. uh, I think
1: that happens for a lot of people, and that's why I I have a little bit of warning towards it. But we have to mention that it is workshops without sex involved.
0: Yeah. And also also (laughs) Mm. there are workshops that uh, propose that you go at your own path and you do the things that you feel that represent the moment that you are with. Mm. Because you can't force everyone to do exactly the same just because they are participating in the same workshop. Exactly. In that sense, this two-sided experience, there, there is a beautiful book called the man tantra letters that is letters between two friends one that is in a temple and the other one that is in san francisco in the sex scene and they talk to each other in the letters during the AIDS pandemic about how they connected with the experience of fusing with another person Mm. and one very wild leather sex club practices and drugs, and on the other side with the monks being in the middle of nowhere. I believe in the middle ground as a Buddhist, uh and I believe that you need to choose when to participate and what to do. Tantra is very generous in a sense. Some people use the word tantra, as we said before, to define things that are not. Um, There is a huge opportunity there if you are open-hearted, and you put the rational boundaries when you're opening up in intimacy to another person. In this uh, Pride Month, it's important for everyone, not only for queer people, to be proud of who you are and to connect in deep way if you feel that this is what you want with another person. Mm. Uh, sex can be a great mean of showing love and for yourself and for others yeah thank you so much
1: thank you